the DC experiment. You or me, bro? Me? All right. Welcome back to the DC experiment. That's why we've been doing it for a long I time. I know. Dude. Sometimes we'd like to change it up. So we, I'm Dennis. True. And I'm Caleb. Yes, he is. And you're listening to... <sighs> listening to us. Banter. Yeah, exactly. Back and forth. That's what you're listening to. Uh, That's what the DC experiment is. It, it is. It's you and me talking. 96 episodes now? Yeah, this is 96. This is 96. I love it. Yeah, and we got listener feedback this past we week. We did. Someone sent us an email. Which was awesome. Yay! Super cool. And it was a... Hercules, Hercules. It was a father <laughs> out of uh, Waco, Texas. Another Texas email. Yeah. That's our second Texas email in the last month or so. What the heck is he doing? I was going to get the email read it Speak online. into the microphone. I have it here on my pihon. You know what? I'm just checking in on everybody. Oh, I see. And I am... Listener feedback. Oh, and it was okay to share, right? Because we always ask that too, right? Our listeners, if you're going to give us feedback, we always ask you, hey, is it okay if we share this on the podcast? And I believe that this one said yes. His name is Jared. Hi, Jared. And he said, just listen to episode one of your podcast here in Waco, Texas, and we'll be binging through it for sure. Nice. I think it's amazing, honestly, that people start at episode one. I do too. Because I, got, I look at other podcasts you know, that have more episodes than we do, and there's no way I would start out episode one. I'm like, yeah. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, no way. So thank you, Jared, for but, binging. Dude, I love this. This is so cool. He's like, I've been struggling through being a new father of a two-year-old with balancing faith, family, and work. That's tough. And everything else that goes into life. Tough stuff. Holy cow, that's so true. Right? Being a husband and yeah. a father. Especially and trying, a two-year-old. Yeah. They terrible call, twos. They don't call him that for nothing. Yeah. It helps knowing I'm not the only guy working through the same stuff and can't wait to hear more. Oh, man. How awesome is that? That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I love that, Jared. And then we also got some listener feedback from Dalton. But did we did we already share that one? I thought we did. He's that from Houston, from Texas. from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. A few weeks ago, anyway. And uh, he was talking about his, he has a special needs son. Yeah. And some of the struggles, and we're, I reached out to him and asked him if he would like to be on the podcast. Oh, to be on the show, yeah. Yeah, yeah to be yeah. on it and share his story about, you know, being a special needs father, right. and, and he said absolutely he would. Nice. Well, Which would be on. super cool, because be the point is, guys, we're, we you're not alone. You're, you're not. Yeah. And, and, be, and, and navigating through this life, navigating through being a, uh, who God calls you to be. Yep. And who you want to be, and what your wife wants you to be, and what your children need you to be. Yeah. All those things, man, you know, that's tough stuff. And then try to provide and take care of and And, and hold yourself together. And that's why. All of that, too. Exactly. Exactly. And have carve out a little time for yourself to take care of yourself. Yeah. Well, to take care of yourself. Yeah. Because, men, if you don't take care of yourself, Right? You're not and able to take care of other you people. You certainly can't take care of other people. You can't take care of, of your wife, your kids, your, your household. You know, and, and and yes, you know, could your wife help to take care of you? Sure. Right? And 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 could that be part of her function? Yeah, maybe. If that's what you guys decide to do as a family and then you make those decisions. But ultimately, guys, we I mean guys and gals, everybody, people, right? You've got to take care of yourselves. Right, right. Because no matter what's going on in your family dynamic, right? Because you might have a crappy fam- family dynamic. Right. You might not have a supportive spouse. You might have a supportive spouse that would do anything for you, and and you're sure blessed, absolutely. But oh, you, you know, we have to take care of ourselves 
Just like on the airplane, what do they tell you? Put on your own mask first before you put on your child's mask, right? You right. are no good if you're unconscious on the plane. You can't help your child. You right. can't save other people if you're drowning yourself, right? Those are the kind of things. So, And I also want to balance that too. Like, It's not all about you either. True. Absolutely. Like, uh, there is this uh, narcissistic mentality yep. uh, that we have in the world with Facebook, and it's all about how I feel, and yeah. it's all about what I want. That's true. And there's a lot of men out there that who are super selfish, yeah. and and they they want everything to be about them. Yeah, everything. You know, like, them. I'm going to watch my show. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to sit on the couch and not participate in parenting. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, yeah. Hang out with my buddies at serve the bar, me, right, or whatever, yeah. or, or you know what I mean, and the, they don't serve their family at all, right? And shame on you, you know, uh, yeah. if you're like that, you need to step up and take care of your wife, take care of your family, but also make time to take care of yourself. That's true, but when it's all about you, that's not cool either. Yeah, it's balance, right? We got to find the balance, right? Taking care of yourself insofar as then you can do your dangdest yeah. to take care of them. I was listening to some Jordan Peterson uh, YouTube videos today okay. and some lectures that he had back, you know, years ago in his class and he was talking about, you know, taking little steps. Mm -hmm. He's like, even if it's just a little step towards doing the right thing or towards being a little bit better dad or a better husband, just a little tiny step. Yeah. Eventually, that will start adding up yeah. if you take little steps every day. Baby steps to the end. It's true. <laughs> and he's like, and then it starts to compound. Yeah, it does. Instead of going down the negative road right. where you never take positive steps to be better or to do or to take care of your wife or take care yeah. of your children, you know, if, but it doesn't need to be this grand transformation, is what I'm saying. No, and, you know, and to be it quite just honest, needs to start like, get up just one time. You know, and, and hang out with your kids just for five minutes. Yeah. And then later on, 10 minutes, and then yeah. just more, more, more. But just. And to, to be quite honest, it won't be a grand transformation, mm -hmm. right? You might be able to hold some large transformation up for a short amount of time, but that will eventually falter. If we haven't built a solid foundation, exactly. Right? Of, of habits, of, you know, whether they be daily things or weekly things sometimes hourly things, right? Just to keep keep ourselves together, keep our families together, do what we have to do, right? If we don't do those little things consistently, right? What did you say? If you're not faithful in the little things, right. you won't be given the bigger things. Exactly. Right, same kind of idea. And if you go knee-jerk extreme reaction, because I tend to do that, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, today I'm going to be a great dad. Today. And then it's just like you go extreme yeah. and then you burn yourself out totally. like instantly. Like, holy cow, I can't do yeah. this. Yeah. I can't dedicate all that time to my kids or and, all that time to my wife. I just, it's and, just too much. And what happens? You burn out, and you then fail. you shut down, you sh yeah. and then you fail. You get shut down because... And you're because, like, oh, why do I even try? Well, exactly right. We get into self-pity and like, oh, I'm such, a, I'm such a horrible dad. I'm such a horrible husband right there because, because I failed again, mm -hmm. right? We have this history of, of, of a pattern that we've developed in our lives because we keep doing it wrong, right? So what do we got to do, right? We got to make sure that we change those little things, little habits, right? Don't start making grand changes, Change one thing yeah. today. Like, Don't uh, wait till tomorrow, by the way. And I'm talking, Do it today. Do yeah, it right now. Exactly. And I'm talking as little as just get off the couch yeah. and go give your wife a hug. Yeah. And then go hug your children. Right. And then go back and sit down and finish watching a show. <laughs> For sure. But just get up and say, I love you and I'm glad you're in my life. Yeah. That simple, tiny act that will literally take 10 seconds right. out of your day of decompressing or whatever. Yeah, can do a lot. 
Can do a lot. Really can. Because it shows you're trying. Yep. And then, you know, tomorrow, maybe do one more thing, little, right? But again, it's, it's being faithful in those little things. That's right. Right? Don't neglect them. Don't drop them. Don't just do it once and think everything's going to be hunky-dory now. Right. Especially, husbands and fathers, if there has been a history of you not doing those things. Right? right? Because, I mean, let's say that you, uh, hopefully you're not this way, but let's say that you were, you know, not a great dad or not a great husband for years. Right? Never too late. Don't expect things to change just because you changed your mind. Mm-hmm. Just because you said, oh, I'm going to start doing it good Oh, that's now. a good point. Right? There, there have been patterns built up in your family. Yep. Right? Your kids and your spouse kind of have this expectation mm-hmm. of what, what, what they're going to have. And just because you decide all of a sudden in your mind, or even if you told them that things are going to be different now, right? There's the years that are, are still there in their minds that you have to, that's the struggle. You've got to struggle to get past that history. So it's not going to be a quick fix. It's not going to be something you just change and all of a sudden, poof, two weeks later or a month later or a year later, everything's great and your life is wonderful Mm -hmm. now. You have to struggle against what happened before. There are consequences for behavior, right? That you have to deal with and you have to live with and you have to ask forgiveness for over and over and over again if we've been screwing it up. So there's kind of two sides to this thing, right? I mean, there's do the right thing. Start doing the right thing now. Yeah. Right? Start taking one little step. Yeah, that responsibility, right, that that we need to be doing. And at the same time, right, I don't want to say, like, try to make amends because sometimes you're you're never going to be able to make up for for past stuff. Mm -hmm. You just won't. Sometimes you can, but sometimes you can't. Sometimes it's too much. But you have to understand that. And you can't hold that against people. So you have to not only forgive them, but you got to kind of forgive you too. And, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but a lot of fathers that I have or, or husbands, a lot of men that I have interacted with Mm -hmm. are really selfish. (laughs) I am. I'll be be the first one to tell you. Like a lot of guys I've dealt with and a lot of friends and a lot of men that I've dealt with, Uh they really do think it's all about them. I have struggled with that for so many years, my friend. I well, I'm not talking you. No, no, no. I'm talking like a uh, lot of dads that con- I've known some in. Con- confession I, time. This is being real, you and me. Yeah. Right? And yeah, there's podcast people listening. It's fantastic. But I am probably one of the most selfish people I know. And I admit that at my own peril, right? And my wife knows how selfish I am. My kids know. People I know, they may know. I'm not sure. I, I do try to hide it as much right. as I can. I don't want everybody right. to know that. But now if you're a listener, you know. But that's something I struggle with. I really struggle I every day. I think a day. lot of people do, dude. Every day with, oh, you know, just, oh, God, it's not about, I have to keep reminding myself, it's not about me. Yeah. It's not about me. Yeah. This might actually be about someone else. Yeah. Get outside your own stupid head, you know? Exactly. And I start having these conversations with myself. And yeah, I kind of beat myself up sometimes. But the point is, like you said, a lot of people out there are selfish. Yeah. A lot, right? a lot of men are, well, I know women are too, but I'm talking about dads and husbands. Yeah. I've seen... Like dads trying stuff, but man, they they want to go and do their thing. Yeah, they don't want to go do their kids' thing. Right, right. right? right. They, I, I want to. If I'm gonna have extra time, I, it's gonna be doing what I want to do. Yeah, you know, I want to do whatever it is, and I'm, and sure, you have to make time to do the things that you want to do. But when it's right. that way all the time, yeah, 
That's not okay. It's not. It's really not. And like getting down on the kids' levels and playing with your kids. Sure. I'm talking little kids, you know. Even when they're older. Or even your kid finding inter- things they're interested in. Yeah. And dive into that world instead of being like, no, you come be interested in my world. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's that whole cats in the cradle uh, syndrome, right? That if, if you're always too busy for your kids, mm-hmm. eventually they're going to get too busy for you. Yeah. And how much do we really want them to be involved in our lives when we're older? Like, I, you know, I'm getting my mid-40s. Yeah. My kids are growing up. They're, they're transitioning to independence and young adulthood. And I really still want to be a part of their lives. I want to watch them flourish. I want to watch them blossom. I want to cheer them on and root for them and, and be, you know, on their side, right? And I still want to be in their lives, right? right. I want to be like... Well, I wish my kids would well, eventually, talk to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eventually, they're going to have their kids, too. They, they and you're going to want to be involved with their grandkids, hopefully. Yeah. Right. You know? I just, yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, you know, we've talked to quite a few people, and they, they've said that who have put their careers before their families yeah. and their children. Yeah. And they've all said the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that is, it wasn't worth it. No. That extra money. Right. Or that extra stuff. That promotion. Yeah. Now my family title. won't even talk to me. Right. Well, I lose marriages and the, over it. Exactly. Lose kids over it. The only thing that matters are these relationships. Right. And again, you do have to take care of yourself. I'm not I'm not saying right. cast yourself aside and and just take care of your kids and your wife and don't ever take care of yourself. I'm not right. saying that. No, no. I'm saying, men, it's not all about you. No. And if God has given you a wife and God has given you children, it's your responsibility. Yeah. To that's, take care of them. That's like your number one responsibility. It is. Right? It's, it's well, worship God, right? Love right. God with everything you, heart, soul, mind, strength, right? And then, yeah, it's your family next. It's yep. not your job. And it won't, it won't always do perfect, and that's okay. Yeah. Because I screwed up the other day talking about confessions two days ago or three days ago. Let's take a quick break, Ooh. and I will tell you this story okay. of how I freaked out on my family, All right. and I'm not proud of it. But I'll tell you that story. After this word from our sponsor. And, <laughs> and here's we, my story. Oh, oh. Okay. Well, you're getting right into it. Yeah. So Jonathan, my oldest son, is special needs. Okay. All right. He's got the stuff. Well, the doctors want to do the surgery on his spine. It's a major surgery on his spine. Okay. Uh, because it's curving. Right. And they want to straighten it out by opening it up and putting rods on both sides of the spine and screwing the spine into these rods to hold him up straight. Okay. It's a major surgery. Yeah. And it takes like eight hours. Wow. You know, so it's like an eight-hour surgery. You can like stretch him out a little bit too when you put the rods in. Yeah, Yeah, and it can be very painful. I bet. uh, Because you're stretching and pulling tendons that have gotten used to being bent over. That makes sense, yeah. So the the doctors want to do the surgery, so it's got to happen sometime this year. Okay. So they want to do a, this is the first meeting coming up next week mm-hmm. where the doctor wants to examine him one more time and then schedule Yeah, uh, the surgery, which will be in like a month okay. or, or, or whatever. Wow. How much the recovery on that? Probably like a weeks. long yeah, time. Like yeah. Two months. You have to be in the hospital for weeks. So um, here's the deal. It triggered in me mm-hmm. this PTSD. Oh. It like hearing about it, and I thought I was fine. I'm listening to my wife say, "Okay, we gotta, you gotta take up days off. We gotta go up to Missoula, okay, and meet this doctor, and then the surgery will be in Salt Lake." Wow. So Kimberly's got to go by herself. 
with the baby probably, and I think your mom's going to get there. So we're doing all this logistic stuff, like, okay, how do we make this happen? She's going to have to be there for weeks. Yeah, she's got to be there. I'm going to have to take time off you with the other kids, but my sister-in-law said she could help out. Anyways, we're just like figuring out all these logistics and stuff, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's actually nice to know. But um, it triggered in me this PTSD of mm-hmm. when Jonathan was first born and all the surgeries we had to go through and yeah. seeing him knocked out and right. seeing go surgery. And not only that, you know, this past year he had to have a shunt. No, the year before he had to have his shunt reworked on and a new one put in. Mm-hmm. And so it's all these different surgeries, and every time he I see him go down, it triggers this this post traumatic stress mm, yeah. of dealing with the recovery and all the stuff with this poor little kid. And I feel bad because again, it triggers the same emotions in me that I can't fix it. Right. This you're is hel- you're helpless. I'm helpless. Yeah. Exactly. I wish I could fix this. I've yeah. gone to God about it, and we've there's testimonies in the old yeah. podcast. If you go back. I, I talk to God, I'm like, I, there's nothing I can do. Mm-hmm. I have to hand my boy over to these strangers and pray to God that they do a good job. Yeah, it's all you can do. It's all I can do. Yeah. And so it triggers this anxiety. Yeah. And and then, Imagine. and I've dealt with this before, and I've battled through it, and I say I've given it up to God, and I've surrendered to it <laughs> and everything, but then it floods right back over you again. Yeah. And you're like, okay, but you get faster at it. Okay. But the thing is, it doesn't go away. No, I don't think it ever does. It does. The fear, the anxiety, it doesn't go away. It comes right back. But hopefully, you're like, nope, I'm giving it back over to God. I'm not going to carry this because mm-hmm. I know I'm totally out of control. Well, like you said, it goes away faster. It does. Right? Okay. I think I think that's the growth. And honestly, and, and I, there may be more to your story, and I don't want to stop you. Right. right? So, so don't don't let me stop you. Okay. But But I think there's a really important point there for men right, is those things that we deal with, those things are the hard things that we struggle with, will probably, I don't mean, God could miraculously take something away from you. Right. I don't know that he works that way necessarily. I don't know that he's worked that way in my life. Um, those things are going to be there, right? But our ability to get beyond them, to get past them, to move on in spite of them happens faster, Yes, as we it deal doesn't it, go away. Right? It doesn't it, go away. And miraculously, like, oh, no. hey, I no longer have an anger management issue. I never have to deal with this yeah. anymore. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. No. I, and and again, not to say that God can't do that. Not to say that God has never done that because I'm sure He has. In fact, I, I'm trying to think of a a story from a friend who said, "Yeah, God took this thing from me." Yeah, I've heard that. And I don't have to deal with it anymore. And I love that. I think it's amazing. Awesome. Um. And and I wish that there were some things in my life He would do that for me too. Yeah. But um. There are many things that we struggle with, that we're going to struggle with, right? right? But I think it's the, the, the point of the struggle, though, is that it gets faster. That's where the trust gets built, right? Because that's what we're doing. We're trusting God with our kids. We're trusting God with our marriage. We're trusting God with our lives, with our very lives. That's right. And the, the faster we get through that, the more trust is actually built, Right and, and trust in who? Trust in God. That's right. Right, because a lot of us we get through this and like God, where are you? Because we haven't built the trust yet. Right. Right, and so we're doubting and we're wondering and we're we're struggling with this thing. Going, oh, where are you in this? I don't understand. It doesn't make sense to me, and it hurts. Exactly. And I don't like it. Yep. Right. And that that doesn't make me trust God more. Right. But once I'm through it to the other side, I go oh, and I can look back and go oh. I guess God was with me through that, 
right? Or something. And hopefully I can That's say that to That's what happens myself. to me all the time. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I get cynical and my bitterness gets up there again where I don't trust the doctors yeah. or anything saying. I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And, and then I look back and go, God totally provided every single time. Yeah. God was there. God watched out and take care of. And that is where trust is built. That's right. Right? When you can look back on the hard stuff, right? And you can go, wow. Like from the kind of bird's eye perspective and go, God actually was with me through all that, right? I, that, that it might've been really hard at the time. And in the midst of that struggle and battle, I felt like I was alone, right? And that kind of reminds me exactly. of that whole, do you remember that like footprints in the sand story, yes. right? Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, these are those solo footprints and I'm getting mad at God. And right. It was, like, it was those times I was carrying you. Right. Right. And that was the kind of the point of the story. And, and we're like, wow, yeah, I guess, I guess he was carrying me anyway to get back to get back to your story no th- i love exactly what you're saying so i'm in, so my wife tells me all this stuff i'm processing this so mm-hmm. i'm in my head dealing with my fear my worries my anxiety trying to give them back over to god quicker yeah, right and so i'm in my head processing all this stuff mm-hmm. and that's when like my nine-year-old who is totally oblivious to what's going on and he's into his game or whatever he's into and he's like hey dad Hey, Dad. Oh, no. Dad, Dad. I'm like, what? What do you want? (laughs) And so I snap. Yeah. And I'm in my head, and I'm being totally douchey to my kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can you just leave me alone for two seconds and go play? And I am talking all aggressive like that to them. And then I'm like, God. I suck. And then and then I have well, to call in my kids. And I, I call, you, I call you recognized them, it? I called them both in, Harrison and Owen. I said, look, I am struggling with my attitude right now. And I, and I said, I am so sorry that I talked to you that way. It's not okay. And I said, I'm dealing with uh, processes of what I need to do with Jonathan and everything that's coming up. It's not your responsibility. It's not your fault. And I'm sorry that I'm talking to you that way. And I'm working on trying to be better. Nice. And so that's what I told both of my kids, Harrison and Owen. Right. You know, I'm sorry for talking apology, to you that way. Forgiveness. And and the and the kids are so quick yeah. to forgive. Yeah, they are. But man, I I just struggled with my attitude and I struggled with being nice mm-hmm. the rest of that evening. And yeah. I went to bed and I was like, God, you gotta help me. Yeah. Yeah. Please take this again. Right, right. It's another trust. It's another yeah. trust. It's that's another trust. faith building thing. It is. Because you just want your kids to be okay. Well, yeah. You know, and, and not just your kids, but your relationships. I, I you know, there's a, a a couple of Fridays ago. It was last Friday, maybe. I didn't last Friday. Yeah, it was last Friday. Um, you know, my wife and I had a little bit of a argument, disagreement kind of thing, and that was, it was Friday night. And we tried, we we talked about it, and we kind of tried to get through it. But I was still, I was still mad, still processing about it, it. still processing. And like all day Saturday, the next day. I was just mad and stewing and mad and just, you know, not happy and grumpy, man. Um, and I got home Saturday night and I was still mad. Ooh. And it was, and it was, and I, it was my own fault, right? The whole, the whole fight argument thing was completely my fault. This is, you know, sometimes, you know, man, I know there's other factors sometimes that play into arguments. And so a lot of times I can say, you know, it's a two way street. This one, 100% me. I can tell you that. 100% me. I was being a dork. (laughs) Bummer. I was being selfish again. And I was being, yeah, anyway. So, um, yeah. But but again, because of all that, and I hadn't dealt with the stuff going on inside me, I was mad at my wife for like an entire day. And then we got, you know, we talked Saturday night and I wasn't happy. And and we, I kind of blew up. And again, it was, it didn't go well. 
uh, until we had to sit down and talk some more. And it was important that we did. And, and I, uh, anyway, I had to apologize. Yeah. Eventually, for, good for you though. For, like at least uh, you recognized it though. It took me a while, even though it took you a while, you recognized <laughs> it and you apologized, which is huge. Yeah. Because I know a lot of men who just can't apologize. Yeah, they they hate admitting they're wrong, right? Or that they made a mistake. Right. And believe me, I'm in that boat. I yeah. hate admitting I'm wrong. And so even when I was apologizing to my children, yeah. I I was in an aggressive type mode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm struggling with my attitude. You know, I shouldn't talk to you that way. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm trying to work on it. You know, the hardest part for me is after the I'm sorry, the I know I did wrong, I know I did this, I know I, I apologize, I'm sorry, I feel remorse. It's the next step, which is probably the most important step, the would you please forgive me? Yes. Yep. Please forgive me, mm-hmm. right? And because I have to turn that over to them. That's right. So it's out to, of your control. I have to let go of the yes. control because they can choose to say no. Yeah. They can choose to say, I don't want to forgive you. And they can stew and blah, blah, blah. Right. Right. Or they can go, of course I forgive you because they love me. And, mm-hmm. and not, that I, not that I expect that that's what they're going to do, but right. that's what they've always done because that's what people who love each other do. Yeah. Forgive one another. Um, we, you know, we, we, uh, we try to overlook as much as we can and we forgive when, when asked, right? Because yeah. Jesus said, if you don't forgive people, right, why do you think God's going to forgive you? Right. You know, same kind of stuff. And so, you know, that, that I, I, it's, I teach this with, with, uh, even, even in a karate class, right? It has nothing to do with karate, but sometimes these kids don't know how to apologize. They're like, I'm sorry. And that's where it stops. Right. I'm like, um, yeah, you just kick this kid in the face i know i realized it was an accident right but you know this is not okay you should be sorry for kicking him in the face right a the 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 apology is then when you admit what you did was wrong and then ask them to forgive you that's right right give up the control that's right and allow that person and it is is really weird when you ask your children please forgive me oh man yeah you know, because in your head you have this pride mm-hmm. and you oh, have this ego total pride. of like, I shouldn't be asking forgiveness <laughs> from my children. Do you know what they do to me every freaking day? I can't hardly stand them. Right. <laughs> but to be like, do you forgive me? And then it's so humbling, though, when, when they go, I forgive you. you know, like, okay, it's incredibly you. humbling. It is. Yeah. And it's just, it's like, okay. But the good thing is it's important to do that and to show them, to be yeah. the example, yeah. that it's okay to screw up and, sure. it, and you're never going to be perfect. No. But to demonstrate that to your children because your children are going to struggle, they're going to have the bad days. We see that all the time, right? All the time. When your kids freak out. Yep. But if they can if you, if they can see the example, well, dad screwed up, but he he apologized and he asked for forgiveness, I can do the same thing. Right. And, and that example is important to, super, deal, oh, it, to deal for their development huge, right? as they go through life. Number one, that yeah, husbands and fathers, that we are humble enough to be remorseful and sorry for the things we screw up, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's super hard for a lot of folks, right? But then to take that next step of the vulnerability to give up control and right. ask for forgiveness, right? I'm sorry, would you forgive me? Exactly. Right. And it's a good reminder, too, that if you do have a kid with special needs, it can't be all about them either. Right. You have other children that want your time that's and true. attention. That's true. And you, and you can't just focus on the one that's struggling or has issues. You yeah. have to be there available to all of your children. All of them, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so the next day... And, and your wife, by the way. That's right. That's yeah. right. Don't and forget her. Exactly. And so the next day, 
I came home and I'm in the kitchen and I brought my kids with me. We're cooking pork chops and, <laughs> and mashed potato, no, tater tots, pork nice. chops. We're just having a good time. I was like, awesome the yeah. next day. And so you're going to have the good day. I right, was like right. the I perfect out. I'm in there cooking, hugging my wife, hugging my kids, <laughs> telling me about your day, you know, trying to have a good attitude right. and trying not to be bipolar. I'm not bipolar, by the way. <laughs> but I had processed that and tried to give it over to God. Like, hey, God's in charge. Right. He's in control. There's nothing I can do about it. Right. So I might as well show the love of Christ to my whole family. Yeah. And the next day, I freaking nailed it. Yeah, well, it happened. That's no, good. It's, but the day before, I was you, terrible. It's good that you recognize both when you do it well yeah. and when you don't. Yep. Right? Because sometimes we just recognize when we do it well. <laughs> just, yeah, I did a good day today. And then we kind of try, we forget the times that we screwed up, yep. right? And not that we have to dwell on the screw ups, but isn't that what helps us get better? If you focus yes. on everything you do right all the time, totally. That's great. But focusing, not focusing on, but understanding what went wrong before is the thing that helps us do do better the next time. I love that. Being able to identify it. Yep. Yeah. And then teach your children how to identify their stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, this is what happens with me. I don't know about you, but well, one of my kids is a lot like me, and the other of my kids is a lot like my wife. And so we, kind of, we have to relate to them. Like, I speak into the life of the child who's more like me and say, this is how yes. I struggle with things. But you're a lot like me in this, so this is what I have to do to deal with this. And so maybe this might work for you. Yep. Whereas if I tried to do that with the other kid that's more like my wife, it's it just goes over the yeah. head because they're not like me. Yep. Anyway. But uh, yeah, teaching our that's kids That's a whole stuff, other podcast that really right there. is right there, yeah. It's dealing with different kids' personalities and how you deal with them differently and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it really is. Totally. Speaking of... Uh, this is probably about as far as we go today. I, th- I think that's time, but I, I, this was so good for me. Yeah. I'm just saying for me. No, me too. Awesome to talk with you, brother. Yeah, I love it. I love you and <laughs> I love our relationship and oh. I'm thankful for you. I love being in the and, bunker. And, uh, you know, for others that are listening, now I'm talking to you DCXP people out there. If, uh, if you're loving this, Send us your emails. I love hearing your emails. They're very encouraging to me. This is why we do it, is to encourage each other and encourage other people. Um, go to our website. Um, you can donate if you don't want to say, you know what, I got some of this. Here you go. Here's five bucks, whatever. <laughs> and then, or you can, if you really like us, go to our store and buy some merch and, and start wearing it proudly as you're walking around and be like, what's the DCXP? Oh, that's this incredible podcast that I found where these two <laughs> guys are amazing. And... Uh, just you know, support us, and uh, and and we we love you out there, and we're just gonna keep doing this for a while that, and see what happens. That we are. As we go, I do have one small thing. Okay, do it. Um, send them out with a. <laughs> send them out with a. There's so many here. No, oh, just, no, that's universal. It's truth. not really a universal truth. Okay. Ooh. Um. Don't hit R. R's for record. R's for record. We're just waiting. Um. Yeah, that's that's that is right. I'm just hitting all the. Why buttons. did the cow become an astronaut? Why did the cow become an astronaut? Because mm-hmm. he wanted to f- jump over the moon. Well, that's pretty close. He wanted to walk on the moon. That's horrible. <laughs> That's so bad. Yes. 
you can't leave it with that <laughs> like, one. What do you mean I can't leave it that with that? That is the worst, dude. <laughs> the moon? The moon. <laughs> Come on. I could leave it at that if I want to. Well, you pick one then. Okay, I'm trying to. Sorry, folks. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry for the dead time. Where's the uh, Where's the buzzer? Um, F is for wow. Wow. Why did the clown visit the aquarium? Why did the clown? That's lame. To see the clownfish? <laughs> wow. Uh, what is as big as an elephant but weighs zero pounds? Uh, I don't know. This is one you hear in middle school. The elephant's shadow. The elephant's shadow. That's a good one. I apologize. That's well, not funny, but it's it's good wisdom. It's interesting. It yes. is interesting, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Philosophically. The experiment. Have a good week, guys. All right, everybody. You kind of cut it off there. It did. It just ended abruptly. Let's try it again. <laughs> did you take your finger off the, the button? DC no, I didn't. Experiment. Oh, okay. Let's, it's an experiment. Let's see what happens. Yeah.